0: Good morning. Good morning. It's a beautiful day. Yes, it is. Beautiful place to gather and to be Amen. today to worship God and to be in the midst of his presence. Knowing that where two or three are gathered in his name, his word confirms that he is present. And I'm happy to be in his presence. Amen. I'm happy to be able to be a participant of this worship today to worship and to give honor, adoration, and to just be thankful for all that God has done and given us the privilege through his son to be able to communicate with the Father and to know that we are loved by him. And he has proven that love for the simple fact that he gave his best. And by giving his best, We all should be so grateful today. I don't care what you may be going through in life this morning. You need to just push it to the side. You need to make this time that you're here sacred, very important in your communion with God and recognizing He deserves your Undivided attention. He's worthy. He's done more for you than you'll ever be able to imagine, and to even list and know. He's protecting us from dangers that we never see. He protects us from dangers we do see, but yet, he protects us. He provides for us in ways that only he can do. He's doing so much in our lives. Even when we're not grateful and appreciative enough to acknowledge it, he's so loving, he still blesses us anyway. He gives us the sun to absorb and to enjoy. He gives us the rain because without it, the grass won't grow. The fruits won't grow and the trees won't bloom. The, The gardens will not be able to grow. He gives us air. I don't care how much you complain about it In the allergies But thank God for the air We have to breathe Because if we didn't have the air We wouldn't be able to breathe And if we wouldn't be able to breathe We would not be able to live We could go on and on and on But folks This hour This time You need to just push Whatever it is that was weighing you down Whatever it is that's trying to steal your joy. Or maybe you have allowed it to steal your joy. You need to claim it back. You need to take it back. Because God is worthy. He's deserving of this time. Right here, right now. For you to give Him your attention. For you to open your mouth to sing in praise. For you to pray in the Spirit and in the understanding. For you to be participants of gladly giving back a portion of that which he has so bountifully blessed you with. That you will be able to participate in the Lord's Supper and remembering what he has done for us. Making it possible that we can have forgiveness of our sin. Folks. If, if, if there was just one sin that I would just be so forever grateful for one, one act of one thing that God has done it would be the forgiveness of sin because if I can't be forgiven of my sin I cannot be with God God is holy the Bible said, be ye holy for God is holy And a holy God doesn't dwell where sin is. But because he loved us so and decided to give his best. We can now be reconciled back unto the Father. Because of what Jesus did for us. And because of what God gave for us. That through Christ. We have that redemption. Through that blood that he shed. We have that redemption. We have that cleansing. Ability. That when we do wrong. We can ask for forgiveness. And it will be given. Because of that gift he gave us. By way of Jesus on the cross. I don't have to wander around in this life as a stranger. As a rebellious child, I can know who I am in Christ. I can know who my true family is in Christ. I can know the true meaning of love and what the future holds for me in Christ. I don't have to worry about how I'm going to eat. Where I'm going to sleep. What clothes I'm going to wear. I don't have to worry about these things because I have a Father who loves me so much that He provided all of this Amen. through Christ who commands us and teaches us in Matthew 6. Don't trouble yourself in worrying yourself about these things. Your father knows and he understands you have a need for them. He only created us. And being the creator, he understands and knows what we stand in need of, folks. We're more valuable to him than a sparrow. We're more valuable to him than the lilies that grow out in the fields that are here today and in a moment. They're cut down and they're gone. We're made in His image. Amen. And we should be forever grateful and thankful to be His children. Amen. Isn't it great to be here today? Amen. This morning lesson, had an outline in the bulletin that was passed out will be in conjunction with the outline, the story, every person goes to church every Sunday. Every person goes to church every Sunday. Church attendance can be a touchy subject. Amen, somebody. In a world that seems busier than ever, making it on Sunday mornings or making it on Sunday evenings as well can be tough. But for those who make it a priority, worship isn't something to be missed. Can somebody say amen? Amen. I believe it was the psalmist who said, I was glad when they said unto me, yeah. mm-hmm. let us go to the house of the Lord. Was anybody glad this morning when God woke you up and you said, today is Sunday. Yeah. I'm ready to go worship. I'm ready to see my brothers and sisters. I'm ready to sing and encourage the song leader. I'm ready to help the Sunday school teacher. I was glad when they said unto me. Or do you find more joy on a Monday morning? Hmm. Sunday morning is a struggle for many. And it always amazed me you get up earlier on Monday morning to get to work earlier than what time Sunday school began but you'll get there on time but you can't get here. Right. I just thought I'd throw that out there for you to consider. Yeah. Yeah. You still get to sleep late but you still can't get here on time. Right. God deserves better. Amen. Others, however, don't seem to grasp The importance of prioritizing Sunday morning. Obviously, I'm not talking about the sick, the infirm, or those who are kept away on occasion by unusual circumstances. We understand that. It's those who make a habit of missing and who do so by choice. But the fact is, on those Sundays that they missed, they didn't skip church. They just worshiped at another church and I'm not talking about another local congregation for some the bed is their other church Saturday night ran over with movies or friends or whatever else was going on and so Sunday morning would be spent worshiping another hour of sleep trying to get their thoughts together and get themselves situated for Monday. Monday's work and school won't be preempted for sleep. So God is the one who gets placed on the back burner. Amen. Somebody else, say Amen to amen. the truth. Don't mean you're guilty. That's right. For some work is their other church. There are certainly those who are caught in a work arrangement that doesn't allow them the time for gathering. With their church family each Sunday. But let me say this. It's still no excuse for you not to worship God. Amen. Worship is a commandment. Yes, it is. And the brothers here at the Locust Grove Church of Christ. Are available. To serve you. And to provide a service for you. Amen. From 1201 Sunday morning. Up until before midnight Sunday night. Amen. Right now. So if you say, Well, I can't get off work to worship. I miss worship because I had to work, you better think long and hard about that. Amen. Amen. We are available. Yeah. Amen. We're here to serve. Yeah. Amen. And whether it be 6:30 in the morning, seven, or 10, 11 at night, it's your obligation Amen. to worship God. Amen. Amen. And don't try to blame the job. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Check yourself. Yes, sir. Amen. Need to throw that in there. Yeah. So you're saying, Brother May, if I if I need to come early. We've done it many times. Amen. We've done it many times. Amen. Now don't, don't come don't calling up just because you want to go run the street and go hang out in the park or go to a football game. Come on now. Come on No, now, we're, we're not serving you for that getting up early. Man. We understand sometimes your work schedule yeah. might you might work from 7 to 7 or, or from 8 to 8 or 8 to 10 or something like that. But don't 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 play us. Come on now. Don't play us. Yeah. Talking about I need to know if you all can do an early service for me because the Falcons are playing. I'm well you need to choose you this day That's right. whom you're going to serve That's right. the Lord of the Falcons. Amen. We're not changing everything for your recreation purposes. Come on, That's it. Let me finish what I would read. Ah. Let me start off. There are certainly those who are caught in a work arrangement that doesn't allow them the time for gathering with their church family Sunday. But there are also those who have the choice and decide to take the extra shift. Come on. Hmm. For those folks who have a choice and neglect worshiping God, Sundays are spent worshiping a few extra bucks instead. Mm. For the love of money. Mm. For some sports are their other church. Whether it's the big game on TV or the youth sports a family is involved in. When sports win out over assembling with the saints, they become a church of their own. You you say, man, it for the Mm. truth. For others, leisure activities are their other church. The weather is great. And it's a perfect opportunity to go fishing, or camping, or riding, etc. God is important most Sundays. Most Sundays. But every now and then he just needs to take a back seat to the opportunity to go and have some fun somewhere else. I thought, I thought that's what Saturday was for. Right. Right. The Old Testament makes it abundantly clear that God has no interest in a relationship where he isn't prioritized. Amen. And, and, and before I finish with that, how can you fulfill the greatest commandment given? All right. To love the Lord thy God with all your heart. Yeah. With all your heart. If I truly love God with all my heart, I'm going to give him all of my heart. He's going to be a major priority in my life. I'm going to schedule everything around him. I'm not going to fit him in wherever I can squeeze him in. Because of the cares and the concerns and the love of this world. Let me say that again. I'm going to schedule everything around him. Long as you live, there will always be new things to pop up. That's right. There will always be something going on in this world to try to distract you and pull you away and pull you out. Yeah. Okay. So where do you draw the line to say holy, holy, holy? For many, you don't draw the line, and that's why they are not here today. Yeah. Because the world has gotten the best of them. Yeah. And somehow, some way, it's in their mind to accept the fact in their own reasoning, leaning to their own understanding that it's okay. I missed this Sunday or two, but it's alright. Mm-hmm. No, it's not alright. Amen. When you stop and consider everything God has done, yeah. how can you offer leftovers? Mm. How can you offer something of cheap value to God? when you stop and consider all that he's ever done. Let, let, me, let me ask you something. Many of us have pets, right? Do we care about what our pets eat? I know many of us do. Many, many of you, you're, you're not like my dog. Mm-mm. Our dog eats scraps. Right. But you, you go to the vet and they'll tell you, well, the dog shouldn't eat this. And be careful about eating this. And you see commercials and people say, I don't allow my dog to eat byproducts of this and this and that, this and that. And, and we are very careful, many of us, regarding what we allow our dog or cat or whatever it is we have to eat. And sometimes we're, we're more particular about what our pets eat then how we take care of our own selves. That's right. That's right. My point is this, we're so careful not to give our pets anything. Come on. Because we say we care for them. We love our pets. Come on. We want to take care of them. Yeah. Well, if I can focus and take that great of a concern for a pet. Come on now. How much more concerned should I be regarding throwing leftovers to God, right now, and how I live my life, yeah. and how I respect Him and honor Him, yeah. and my service and all that He continues to do for me? Amen. Why should God be given leftovers? That's right. Why should my time? Always end up, I give God leftovers after I've done everything else I want to do in the world. Right? Why is it God have to be squeezed in after I run myself down and run myself raggedy from doing things in this world? Now I'm too tired to do anything for God. Why should God get the scraps? Right. <laughs> Boy, thank God, He's with me. Open your Bibles to Hebrews. We're going to do some Bible reading this morning. And I just want to expound upon how good God is. Hebrews chapter 2. The Bible reads, Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels were steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense or reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. God also bearing them witness both with signs of wonders and with divers miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. For unto the angels had he not put in subjection the world to come whereof we speak. But one in a certain place testified saying what is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visited him. Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the works of thy hand. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under Him. But now we see not yet all things put under Him. Listen to verse 9. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. Uh-huh. Crowned with glory and honor, that He, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Yeah. What did God do? He gave his best. Yeah. So that there's no cavalry. We've got to go and be hung on. Man. Mm-hmm. There's no cross at cavalry. We have to go and be hung on. Jesus came down from heaven. Yeah. Left the glorious chambers of heaven man. to come down in the form of a man to taste death For each and every one of us. For it became him. Whom all things. And by whom are all things. And bringing many sons unto glory. To make the captain of their salvation. Perfect. Through suffering. Yeah. Why shouldn't I be excited about coming. To worship on Sunday. Why shouldn't it be an exciting thrill in my house when I stop and consider what God has done, what God has given, and what God has laid out for my future, that I no longer have to be the servant of sin, that I no longer have to be a slave to the sins and the cares of this life, but yet I can be free now. Man. Because of God's gift to this world, Man. the Bible goes on to say, "For both he that sanctified and they who are sanctified are all of one." Yeah. For which cause he is not ashamed to be called to call them brethren, right. saying, "I will declare thy name unto my brethren." In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God had given me. Why shouldn't I be excited? Why shouldn't I consider it a privilege? How can I see this as a task? How can I have a, a, a mad attitude, a, a, a temper tantrum, because it's time to come to worship. Right now. When you stop and consider what God has done by giving his best. Man. Hebrews chapter 10. For the law, verse 1, for the law, having a shadow of good things to come. Yeah. Even from the Old Testament, it kept foretelling about what good things are coming? Yeah, yeah. And the good things came by way of John three sixteen, because God so loved the world yeah. that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. For the law having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never. With those sacrifices which they offered year by year, continually make the comers thereunto perfect. Mm -hmm. The law couldn't get it done for us. That's right. But through Jesus, we're able. Why would you want to look back to the law? When you can look up to Jesus. Amen. Look at what God has done. What the animal sacrifices couldn't do. It was perfected through Jesus. Yeah. Instead of sins being rolled back. Year after year. And offering this sacrifice. And this offering. And this offering. God chose the best offering. Yeah. That could have ever been chosen. Amen. His son, Jesus. And he offered him as a sin sacrifice for our imperfections. For our filthiness. For our evil hearts. Uh Our mean-spiritedness. God so loved us even when we have sense enough to love ourselves. He still offered the best that could have ever been offered. Yes, sir. How dare we see coming to worship on Sunday as a task? As something I'm frowning about when I arrive here. I'm fussing and cursing in the car and mad. And the only reason I'm just going to come because I don't want them folks calling me, asking me, Where was I? Something's wrong. Yes, sir. God deserves better than your leftovers. Amen. Amen. <laughs> when you stop and consider what the blood of the bulls and the rams and the goats couldn't do. Jesus come, man. Philippians chapter two. The Bible talks about a very, very favorite passage of mine. Talks about letting this mind be in you. Yeah. Yeah. Which was also in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Jesus wasn't concerned about what he stood to lose by pleasing his father. He wasn't concerned about my status and what position am I going to hold if I do this. The Bible said he, he, that was the father's from his mind. Yeah. But I tell you, what was on his mind pleasing his Father. Have you ever stopped and considered what he left? So that we not him, so that we could be saved. The first thing you need to understand he was already in heaven. So if he had so chosen not to come, we lose. Amen. Not him. That's right. But because of his love for his father, and because of his his understanding of knowing how important it was to his father that we be saved. That's what he was concerned about. Amen. And the Bible says that. He took it upon himself to take on the form of a man. Being found fashioned as a man. Simply meaning flesh and blood. Feelings. You stick him out, it hurts. And he came down and dwelled among these rebellious people mean spirited folks isn't it something the same people that God loves so much to send his best to save many of these same people were the ones who turned against him Mm -hmm. and said crucify kill him Mm -hmm. but that didn't that didn't disrupt Jesus' focus. Even knowing cavalry awaited. I don't care how mean-spirited. I don't care what names they called him. I don't care what they tried. He had cavalry on his mind. And he knew in order for the Father to be totally pleased and happy, he had to go. Yeah. Well, if Jesus can find joy and pleasing his Father by going to Calvary to be crucified on the cross, what in the world is wrong with people when coming to a comfortable place on cushioned chairs, air-conditioned, lights, overhead projector, everything, you're going to imagine for the comfort how can this be so terrible wow. mm. yeah. when a man found joy and happiness to please his father by laying down his life right. he laid down his life for us Yeah. how can coming to worship be such a burden Well, brother may y'all know what I have to go through but God does. That's right. That's right. Ain't my job to condemn anybody. Amen. I'm trying to encourage you not to allow circumstances to hinder you from doing better than what you can do. Amen. God is worthy. Amen. Yes, He is. When you stop and look at the big picture, he deserves more than to be squeezed into your schedule whenever you have some free time. He should be the focus of your life. And whatever else can't fit into your day, tough. That's right. That's right. But God should come first. Amen. Amen. Sometimes it might even mean turning down some overtime yeah. mm-hmm. that's right because you can't please God when you neglect the things he tells you that should be taken care of Amen. our families are in turmoil they're mm-hmm. falling apart yeah our world's in chaos. why because the home come on disintegrating we're chasing a dollar. And then to substitute our absence, we want to buy this or buy that as if that can make up for what you have wasted and given as your devotion to chasing a dollar. Mm -hmm. You can't make up time that you missed in that child's life. That's right. I don't care how much you spend or what you try to buy. You cannot turn. The hands are tying back. Amen. And trust me, if you don't teach them, somebody will. That's right. That's right That young man is going to learn how to become a grown man whether the, the, the habits are correct or not. He's going to learn from someone. Amen. he's going to pick up some information off the street, off the TV or from somebody. If this is your son, why don't you invest in him? Amen. And take the time and realize your son and happen to instill and groom and present your son unto God and how you're raising him is more important than a dollar. Amen. That young lady is going to grow up one day. Amen. She's going to grow up one day. And if you don't teach her, somebody will. Or the TV, or the music, yeah. or the wrong person will get a hold to her. Man. She's more precious and valuable yeah. than some of the overtime you're working on the second job that you got to work. Can always go later and get another job, Amen. but you can't put your child's growth on hold. Right. How can I love the Lord, thy God, with all my heart, but yet I won't do the things that He commands? God deserves better. Amen. I just want to encourage you today. This life is going to always continue to present one different fad after another. Nothing new, cause there's nothing new under the sun. Man. It just comes in different wrapping. That's right. A lot of people might think it's new. It's not new. It's just wrapped a different way or shaped and formed a different way. But it's the same old stuff. And the only thing this world has to offer is to separate you from God. And to cause you to offer Him leftovers. And I'm saying today, God is far, far more deserving yeah. Than leftovers. Amen. Amen. If I care more about what my pet eats mm-hmm. than what I offer to God, mm-hmm. something's wrong. It is. Something's wrong. A dog ain't got no soul. Mm-hmm. That's no reason to mistreat them. Right. But I'm simply saying. If I could take an interest, dogs living better now than they ever lived in their lives. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. A dog! Yeah. But if I could have that much care and concern for an animal, what does God deserve? No, he deserved more. Shouldn't be a task to come to worship. Shouldn't allow other things to interfere between you and your God. If God was willing to give up his best, what else do you want him to do to prove? I think it's time for us to step up and demonstrate and show our appreciation. To show our love and gratefulness. To show our attitude of gratitude. For all that God has done. Amen. Some ways we could do that in our worship. Open your mouth and sing. Amen. Quit sitting there trying to look hard. Yeah. 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 Who, who are you trying to impress? No, no. Who are you mad at? This ain't the place to be sitting up mad. Be thankful. Clear, clear up your mind. Mm. See, it tells me your mind can't be right. You're sitting there trying to look hard and mean. You can't worship God and sing words of love and adoration with a mean spirit. Get your thoughts right. Yeah. Smile sometimes. Yes, uh, if You are ugly. You look. I mean, if you knew how you look sitting there frowning, you you would say I'm wrong if I snapped a picture of you. You sitting there. Why you take that picture? Why you looking like that? Man. I said imagine Brother Jerry you're singing and you're pouring your heart out and you look at somebody next. man you kill a bad dream God deserves better God proved his part Amen Matthew 28 18 Jesus said all power given unto me in heaven and earth book of Hebrews established a very firm fact Jesus is the man Man. listen to look what we gained through him look what came by him Look at the benefits Amen. of what he offers that the Old Testament, the, old, the law couldn't give. Mm. Folks, isn't that enough mm. for us to be thankful? Yeah. Isn't that enough to keep God and make God first and all we do? Why should the lust of our eyes and the lust of our flesh and the pride of life come before our loving God? John said, those things are not of the Father. Well, if they're not of the Father, why should we allow ourselves to be entangled to allow them to get in the way? of us serving God I pray today you will examine yourself look at your situation make the necessary corrections stop squeezing God in wherever you can and make God your number one priority over in Malachi the question was that who would close the door does not anybody care about my house, my temple, what, what, what you're throwing to me, the offerings you're offering, they're in vain. Man, When you get to it, then you want to do so. No, God's supposed to be first. Amen. Amen. Is he first in your life today? Right. I promise you, things will change in your life When you put God first, and I'll tell you something that can really help you by putting God first and keeping Him first. It can get rid of a lot of people you're hanging around who don't need to be around. That's right. Keeping God first will streamline what you call true friendships and relationships. Yes, sir. Because then you're going to truly find out what they really believe about God. And if they want you to choose between them and serving your God, you already know what the answer is. What's the will of God? That all men be saved. But what's the will of man? That he fear God, yeah. keep His commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. Amen. Amen. You do right by God. <clears throat> Believe it or not, God has already done right by us. Amen. That's right. That's right. We just need to do right by Him. Amen. And when I said do right, obey Him. Amen. Trust Him. Have faith in it. Be obedient. And allow him for full completely control of your life. You can't keep pulling the steering wheel from him. Because you see he's taking you somewhere you don't want to go. If he promised not to leave you never to forsake you he ain't gonna start lying because of your circumstances. Amen. Trust him, and I promise you, you'll learn something from it. You might even die and go to heaven from being obedient Amen. unto him. What's our song, Jerry? Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight, 58 is man. our song of invitation. God has given His best. Jesus honored His Father. If please the Father. And it brought joy to Jesus that his Father was pleased. That even going to the cross, you know what? Good came out of it. How can you turn something that is so good and call it a tax? Mm. He did it for you. He did. Did it for me. Why won't you accept this gift of salvation today by putting them on in baptism or repenting of your sins and getting things right. What's the song again? 58. 58 is our song. Let us together stand and let us sing. Hear me my-